Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome back to the Statman Dave Football Podcast. This is episode 66. On today's episode, of course, we're going to be discussing the news and then we're going to talk transfers. As we always do on Tuesdays, it's transfer gossip time. Anyway, first up, let's do the news. So some cracking news from BT, the Champions League final and the Europa League final will be broadcast on YouTube for free and also in VR for the Champions League, which could be quite an interesting proposition, whether they use 360 cameras um, or whether they position a number of cameras around the pitch and you can use your VR goggles to check out the different angles. It's all exciting, very exciting for football. You know, where's it going to go? I'd love to be able to pick which angle I want to watch the game. I'd probably pick a sort of, um, you know, second tier behind a goal type of angle if you can get that. So you've got the whole pitch from behind one of the goals. So tactically, you can see a lot of things. That was a I used to have at Old Trafford or slightly to the left-hand side at Old Trafford and it was fantastic. You know, you can see so much from that type of angle. Also the gantry as well that the uh, the pundits, Gary Neville, Jamie Carragher sort of, um, you know, sit on at Old Trafford is a great top-down view as well. So either or, but VR coming into football is very exciting. Technology is absolutely wonderful. Talking about exciting talent, Kasper Dolberg has been announced as a talent of the year in their Eredivisie. The young Danish forward has scored 23 goals in 47 games, including six in the Europa League Ajax, obviously getting to the final. Dolberg is a player technically very gifted, not very physical, but unbelievable on the ball. His first touch is impeccable. Um, you know, his, his creativity when it comes to the ball at his feet is pretty good. And you've likened to Dennis Bergkamp, a fantastic talent, and Ajax will do well if they can hold him in the summer. Other news... Um, from Spurs, Danny Rose will um, miss the start of next season as he's just undergo knee surgery this morning. Some interesting stuff for Spurs who potentially will be losing Carl Walker. Maybe they won't be losing Danny Rose um, if he's injured. He won't be able to pass a medical and you know another team. So it could quite be some pretty decent news um, at White Hart Lane. Obviously, Ben Davis has stepped in in recent weeks and looked pretty decent. You know, good against United, good against Arsenal. Um, plays a slightly more withdrawn role than Danny Rose does when he's in the team. But it is an interesting one. And finally, Alan Shearer, who's popped out with some funny comments today saying, I was devastated when Leeds got relegated. It cost me four goals a season. Obviously, some banter between Alan Shearer and Leeds, including the likes of what, you know, Rio Ferdinand played there, um, Alan Smith, Mark Viduka. Very attacking team, but also a team that defensively wasn't too strong. So some good banter there from Alan Shearer. Anyway, guys, let's talk some transfers. 
So first of all, of course, there's one, there's an elephant in the room here. Manchester United um, have been heavily, heavily linked with James Rodriguez. James Rodriguez applauded each side of the burnabout in the game against Sevilla when he was substituted when they were leading two goals to one. A really interesting one, AS, um, saying that he's played his last game and is likely to join Manchester United. The deal apparently could be going through um, on the 21st of um, May, you know, just after the last game in La Liga. Could be quite interesting. This season, obviously, James Rodriguez hasn't been the main man, hasn't been in Zidane's first uh, team, you know, playing that 4-3-3, Cruz, Modric and Casemiro, a, a better midfield options. Out wide as well, obviously Bale's been out injured. You'd say Bale, Ronaldo, uh, Benzema's first choice, but other players have deputised, the likes of Isco, um, the likes of Asensio, and, and been a little bit of a more of a better option for James Rodriguez. You know, but in recent weeks, James Rodriguez, of course, scoring the key goal um, in the Clasico that did give um, Real that little bit of a lead, and obviously they did drop back and concede that stupid goal on the counter-attack. But it was, um, you know, a crucial goal from James Rodriguez, and it's kind of good management from Zinedine Zidane that he's kept James Rodriguez. He said in, in press conference after press conference that he will have an impact for Real Madrid this summer. But in terms of where he's played, you know, played in the 4-3-3 in the sort of Real Madrid B team, as I like to call it, with, um, you know, Isco before he got his promotion to the first team um, and uh, Kovacic in defensive midfield. Uh, Kovacic, who plays as sort of the, the, the ball winner slash, um, you know, a little bit of a deep line playmaker. Isco's the guy that's getting on the ball that is, you know, hungry, uh, linking with the, the sort of the fullbacks getting forward. James Rodriguez in this team was the guy that was sort of, you know, getting into the box, playing as an attacking midfielder. What was quite interesting whenever you did watch this Real Madrid B team was usually Isco would start on as the left central midfielder and James Rodriguez as the right central midfielder, which kind of goes against his game. And, and honestly, you know, watching that Real Madrid B team, Isco was 20 times a player of James Rodriguez. Isco would dominate the games. Isco would take control of games. Isco would play the sort of Andrew Iniesta role. Um, and James Rodriguez would just be, you know, come up with big moments when the ball got to him in that final third. You know, he's better when you play him as a left central midfielder than a right central midfielder in a 4-3-3 because naturally what he likes to do is cross with his left foot. He's a player that likes to get into those areas and cross. You know, the volume of crosses he puts in um, in a good game, you know, will be up, up to 15. It's something United potentially could need. You know, United have struggled with the ball at their feet, especially on that left-hand side. They've looked absolutely atrocious. And if James Rodriguez does sign for Manchester United, whether he's played as a 10 or in a 4-3-3, he's got that natural movement to drift out and help the fullback. Um, it's sort of like like kind of what Paul Pogba did at Juve so maybe both players together maybe they could combine in that area to, you know with Hammers playing as a 10 Pogba as a um, you know a left-sided defensive midfielder they could combine quite nicely with um, you know with Luke Shaw if he's going to play or if United do sign a fullback maybe Mendy that could be quite tasty. Of course, Anthony Martial really wants to have more game time. Something that I mentioned in my review, Martial's played six full games for United this season compared to 26 last season. It's one of these things where Mourinho just hasn't utilised him properly. He's a player that needs confidence and needs to play week in, week out, and then you'll get results. you get massive impact. Been directly involved in more goals since joining Manchester United than any other player. But that's what you get from Hammers Rodriguez, that ability in the final third, that get him the ball, he's going to do something. He's got a cracking long shot on him. Obviously, the goal that he scored that won the Puskats Award in 2004, 14, you know, that chest and volley for Colombia from about 30 yards out, got a cannon of a, of a left foot. And it's something that United have lacked, really. Someone that can test someone from range, but be on target. Paul Pogba has that ability and will eventually start to score lots of goals from range, but James Rodriguez has it right now. And arguably would instantly improve United's attack. In La Liga this season, in terms of his goals per 90 minutes, that's at 0.62. Um, you know, that's probably two goals every three games on average. Um, and his assists per 90 minutes in La Liga this season is 0.47. So he's averaging um, two goals every three games, but also a goal, uh, an assist every other game. In terms of his direct involvement in goals in the league, it's at every 83 minutes. Again, upgrading United's attack that's been so poor. United need a big player, whether it's James Rodriguez or Anton Griezmann. I don't really mind. I prefer Anton Griezmann. I think Anton Griezmann suits Mourinho in a defensive 
sense more than uh, James Rodriguez James Rodriguez would be more of a Wesley Schneider not really getting involved in the defensive work but waiting there on the counter-attack what what Mourinho did with Wesley Schneider was brilliant. Wesley Schneider was, was a top, top player before he joined Inter Milan. But Mourinho really evolved him into like a modern-day attacker midfielder, teaching him how to press, teaching him how to impact the games in the top moments, teaching him how to you know, drift wide. And that's what James Rodriguez would be. You know, If they signed Griezmann, he'd be more of a, you know, a second striker. United would look a little bit more like a 4-4-2 when they defend and they attack. James Rodriguez would be a little bit different. Would be like Wesley Schneider's Inter Milan, where it was kind of a front three with two defensive midfielders and an attacker midfielder. Where I think European football's going, I think the, the best counter-attacking system um, will potentially go back to that 4-2-3-1. Slash the four four one one and James Rodriguez would be perfect for Manchester United. Absolutely fantastic. His season by numbers, even though he hasn't played, has been pretty decent. In one thousand eight hundred minutes, he's been directly involved in all competitions. In a goal every seventy eight minutes, that's eleven goals and twelve assists. He's a playmaker and really could do the Wesley Schneider job um, at Manchester United. Of course, from set pieces as well, where United have just you know the the, the amount of goals they scored from corners this season is absolutely pitiful. Um, and free kicks and obviously James Rodriguez's left foot would massively help that and improve Manchester United for me. It would be a cracking signing. Whether it is uh, Rodriguez or it is Antoine Griezmann, I don't mind. I just want a top quality attacking midfielder. Push for Paul Pogba back. Let Paul Pogba start to dictate from deep. Get a sort of, you know, a, an att- attacking midfielder or a second striker in there. Allow United to play a little bit higher up the pitch with Paul Pogba. And there you go. That's how United will start to win games and United will be far more competitive. It's what they need is goals and assists in that final third from midfield. And that's what Rodriguez would bring to Manchester United. We've seen that for this season. In terms of would um, Real let him go? Of course they would. You know, he seems to be an asset that they want to sell um, where Real Madrid could improve this team's fantastic you know, they've got so much you know so much in there and they're the likes of Asensio the likes of Vasquez coming in as well as the you know the front three in the midfield maybe he could sign another central midfielder maybe someone that's a little bit more geared to playing central midfield um, that could play sort of the, the Isco role or the you know the Cruz role or the Modric role whichever one of those just replace there get a top class central midfielder instead of what James Rodrigo is and that is in number 10 you know in between the lines he is that type of guy but anyway fantastic signing for United if they get him it'll be brilliant but you know, I prefer Antoine Griezmann. In terms of other top-class central midfielders or attacking midfielders, Mario Flaney apparently has um, held talks with Transport um, before he enters his final year of his contract at Old Trafford. That's reported by um, the Daily Star via a Turkish paper, Takvim. But in terms of Mario Flaney, I don't want to see him go. I think he's been fantastic in the bigger games for Manchester United. Gives United something else. Gives United that classic um, false 10 attacking midfielder target man role. We're looking in the big games, his impact over the last few seasons. You think the FA Cup um, quarterfinal has scored the winner. That was the second, the replay against um, West Ham United. I was at that game. That was a game where Marcus Rashford, you know, exploded onto the scene. Um, you know, after his top performances in the Premier League, he scored an absolute bang. Had a cracking angle, was behind the goal and sort of you saw it in curl into the top corner. It went out and then back in. It was a fantastic goal from Marcus Rashford. But Marouane Fellaini scored the winner in that game. Go to the FA Cup semi-final, gets the assist for the first goal to get United going on. The FA Cup final gets the assist for the equaliser. Go to the League Cup semi-final, scores a very important goal in that first leg. And you think in the Europa League semi-final, a crucial, crucial goal to pretty much you know get United through. If Marouane Flaney doesn't score that goal, it goes to penalties and United potentially lose. But Marouane Flaney, I don't want to see him going yet for Manchester United. I think he's an asset for the squad. At 29 years old, is he going to get better? No, but he has his strengths. And Mourinho... The tactical defensive manager he is can use Maran Fellaini very, very well. In other Manchester United news, apparently they're targeting uh, England defenders Danny Rose and Carl Walker as well as Eric Dyer. 
to Old Trafford. Um, in terms of those two players, you know, the two first wing-backs, best wing-backs in the Premier League, Danny Rose and Carl Walker. Um, Valencia's been brilliant this season, but Walker would be an upgrade. Um, you know, his ability going forward this season's been great, as well as defensive work. You know, that is that target, that tactical thing that I mentioned in my preview for the Spurs game. He's been caught a little bit when Spurs do transition the ball and they do look to build their first possession phase, you know, when they're moving to that WM, when the full-backs are, are going high or the wing-backs are going high. He's been caught out a few times defensively if there's you know the ball's been turned over in that midfield you think Lanzini thinks thinks someone like uh, Eden Hazard so there is work to be done in all his defensive game for Carl Walker but a top top player of course Danny Rose out injured what I mentioned before maybe wouldn't be moving to Manchester United because of that apologies for the siren someone is getting done in the hood hopefully not hopefully nobody gets hurt anyway in terms of Eric Dyer, very very impressed by him by the last few weeks was very very good against Manchester United um, protected the back four very well Victor Wanyama played a little bit higher um, you know Victor Wanyama is a player of great talent great aggression but he's shown he's you know a bit further up the pitch that he could do some real good stuff but Eric Dyer's playing that defensive midfield role being able to drop to the left to the right in between I think that's the flexibility that Mourinho might want a player capable of playing left back, right back, centre back, defensive midfield. Arguably, you don't know what his best position is. Probably would be defensive midfield. His ability to play those four passes and start attacks is, is pretty decent. And what United do lack this season is someone to do that. Of course, Ander Herrera is fantastic. Ander Herrera is a brilliant player, fantastic at breaking the ball up. But higher up the pitch would be better. So if United wanted to play a four-three-three, maybe get Eric Dyer in there um, as a defensive midfielder. But of course, with the James Rodriguez signing, um, I don't know where you're going to put Ander Herrera, which would be a little bit upsetting because Ole, Ole, Ander Herrera what a absolute player he's been this season but there's some quite interesting ones the Tottenham um, three England lads being heavily linked with Manchester United other players being linked with Manchester United William that link won't go away um, you know Mourinho kind of dist- William was such a creative attacking talent Mourinho turned him into a defensive workhorse but you know not a bad thing of course his, um, you know, last season William was their player of the season creative was very good dangerous from the set pieces scored more uh, free kicks than any other player in Europe's top five leagues last season but again would it be an asset for United but where does he fit in I do not know with the amount of attacking players United have as well as how many they're going to bring in it's got to be, you know, it's got to be whatever 10 they get and Marcus Rashford and Anthony Martial. That's got to be the three players that play week in, week out and in attacking sense 100% of the time. Anyway, let's move over to Germany where Bayern Munich are going to take legal action against the newspaper, uh, the Stuttgarten uh, Zeitung, um, over a report that Joshua Kimmich will be leaving the club in the summer. That's an interesting one, Joshua Kimmich. Why would you leave Bayern Munich? You know, he's in a perfect position now, whether to play um, right fullback, which to replace Philip Lahm or replace Chabi Alonso. You know, they're obviously getting Rudy in and they're getting Nicolas Schuler in in the summer, uh, but it's going to be a battle for Kimmich. Where he wants to play, he's a fantastic talent, such a good player. Technically fantastic, awareness brilliant, uh, you know, so flexible. And, you know, he's, he's a modern footballer. So, you know, probably not going to leave Bayern Munich, but if he were to go elsewhere, you know, somewhere like, maybe someone like Real Madrid would be perfect. Um... And, you know, something like that would be quite interesting. Uh, you know, for example, if I said Hannes is going to go, Kimmich comes into central midfield. Just making those rumours right now. I'm not even reading these rumours. I'm making them up myself. Anyway, in terms of Inter Milan, let's go over to Italy, where Inter Milan um, have approached Pochettino to replace the obviously sacked um, Stefan Pioli. Stefan Pioli was a manager I liked at Inter. It was weird how they, they, they dropped out. I think there's some weird harmony in the squad. Um, and I think that, you know there, there could be someone that needs to come in like a like a Conte that's being like like a Simeone like a Spalletti like a Sari that just needs to blast these guys and be like look I'm the boss because the stuff Pioli was doing was good I think he's been heavily linked with taking over um, at Fiorentina and I think Fiorentina played brilliant style of football under him. 
But Pochettino, does that make sense? Yes, it does. Inter Milan have a lot of money. Pochettino, very good at working with young players. But would he want to link Spurs, leave Spurs right now after the you know the record-breaking season they've had in the Premier League um, already, let's say, and they're moving to the you know a new ground. He's got these wonderful players that all believe in his style of football. I don't think he's going to leave right now. But the Inter Milan managerial job is so interesting, so so interesting. I'd put my hat on Diego Simeone. If I was if I was a betting man, I'd bet right now Diego Simeone to Inter Milan in the summer. Imagine that. He's you know the fit the club really fits it. Like the players, the squad really fits it. What I've spoke about before. You know the either Benegas, the uh, Candrevas, they're perfect central midfielders that can play out wide for obviously Diego Simeone. Well, in terms of Manchester City, let's move back to England. They've been heavily linked with Donnarumma again. Um, obviously, they've been linked with every single goalkeeper in the world right now. I'd rather think Oliver Bauman from. Hoffenheim would be the perfect man in terms of how he's ball played this season under Julian Nagelsmann. For me, would really make sense. Um, and I think it'd be a, a lot of fun. Anyway, moving over to Merseyside, where Everton have been considering bids for a number of players. Uh, Las Palmas centre-back Maurizio Lemos, um, as well as Gilfie Sigurdsson, uh, Michael Keane and Andre Gray. Everton need to do a lot of work to catch up to the, the top, um, you know, six sides really there's there's there is a bit of a golfing class also linked with Lanzini in the Daily Mirror as well so in terms of players who I'd like to pick up if I was Everton Gilfie Sigurdsson is the guy um, who I target a lot of my money on um, you know in terms of set pieces in terms of his goals from midfield he'll be a massive asset for Everton and uh, you know for them to break teams down Lanzini could be an interesting one bit hot and cold though needs to develop a little bit more 24 years old on it on his days he's a top class player but when he's you know when he's not on his day drifts in out of games like any young playmaker so maybe could be a good investment for the future Andre Gray if Lukaku is moving which is heavily linked with a move away um, so that could be a good shout as well but some interesting news for Everton it's going to be a busy summer for, summer for, for Ronald Koeman obviously Ross Barkley as well potentially on his way out in terms of Liverpool, uh, Liverpool in and, ins and out, it's pretty much just about centre-back Sacco um, reported to be leaving in the summer. Liverpool want £13 million for him. Um, that's reported by The Guardian. He's been fantastic uh, since moving to Palace. A real impact, um, what, you know, pushed up for the player of the season. Shows how important he has been. Uh, and Palace, really, their fortunes turned around when Sacco came into the side. Defensively, they looked a lot better. Klopp, in terms of what he's trying to, you know, he's looking to spend his money um, on Michael Keane, which we spoke about before, or Virgil van Dijk. Virgil van Dijk's the guy they've got to get. Full stop. No messing about on Michael Virgil van Dijk is the guy they need to be able to play out of the back. In other Liverpool news, Philip Coutinho, Philly C, um, says he's, he's happy uh, that a great club like Barcelona have been linked with him uh, with a potential move away. Obviously, Coutinho starring at the weekend against West Ham in an attacking midfield role. Barcelona looking like they potentially will sign a sort of Iniesta replacement or Iniesta understudy in the summer. Coutinho could be that guy. I think he's a little bit, he's not ready for the move yet. Um, I think it'd be a little bit too early for him. I think he's at the moment, he's a winger, not a central player. He needs to develop his game a little bit more before he makes that move. In other news, of course, Daniel Sturridge as well, um, stating that he's got a good relationship with Jurgen Klopp and has no worries about his Anfield future, which I think is a load of rubbish. Daniel Sturridge will be off in the summer, potentially. Could be a good option. Rafa Benitez is Newcastle, who we're going to move on to right now, uh, who's set to sign Christian Atsu. Something that I was talking to Chris Chris Hennage um, about yesterday with the front three guys met up. And he was saying, Newcastle, they're not going to sign uh, Christian Atsu. He's just not good enough. He's just a pace player. It's strange that like he's been signed. Obviously, you know you don't know what's going to happen, but Christian's analysis of Christian Atsu is probably a good one. He's just a pace player. He needs to develop a lot more of his game. But, you know, he's done a, done a job for them in the championship, so he might as well keep those squad players if they can sign him on the cheap. They've also been heavily linked with Jay Rodriguez, the Southampton striker. Dwight Gale, can he do it in the Premier League? He's been fantastic in the Championship this season. Maybe with a few more years, you know, he, another year learning. Um, but I just don't think he's, he's going to be at that top level. Jay Rodriguez, though, when he's fit, is a brilliant striker. And, and with two years left on his deal, it kind of makes sense. 
And in final uh, little bit of uh, Premier League news, West Ham boss Slavon Bilic is going to make an ambitious move for Napoli winger, or striker, should we say, or false nine expert, uh, Dries Mertens. Nico Morales is going to be very upset about that. Well, I don't see him leaving um, Naples. It seems like he's in a perfect position, playing the best football of his career. Cracking season in terms of goal scoring, playing as a false nine. Uh, but it pretty much replaced Gonzalo Higuain like it wasn't anything. But anyway, he's probably not going to move to West Ham, let's all be honest with ourselves. In final championship news before we end the show, Wolves apparently going to sack Paul Lambert and bring in um, I Call Karanka, which could be a really interesting one. Karanka pretty dominant at that level. Wolves struggling as a club uh, since getting relegated and losing the mighty Mick, Mick McCarthy. But anyway, guys, that's been that for the Statman Day football podcast today. I hope you've enjoyed those rumours. I hope you've had fun. And I'll see you tomorrow. Over and out. Goodbye. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.